Hello, this is Charles and Allie at the Heat Wave. Welcome you guys to another show. Uh, here we go again. All right, so this time uh, we have been a while since we did our last episode. Part of it is because we've been really busy traveling. So uh, we had an opportunity to go to Ghana as a part of a medical mission, education, and just awesome life experience with one of our closest friends uh, who runs a non-for-profit. And so why don't you talk, Charles, a little bit about uh, that experience, specifically uh, the connections that we made and just some of the things that we learned while we were there. Well, let's give them a little bit of the groundwork first and just tell them about who was going. Well, pretty much it was a bunch of medical staff, doctors, uh, podiatrists. Do we have any dentists? We didn't have any dentists. No, we didn't. No dentists, physical therapists. Uh, basically, we were helping out of school. I, I came in the non-medical staff. I was more logistics, so I was just helping packing up, moving stuff around, and getting the stuff there. And once I got the stuff there, I was pretty much uh, done. Uh, we were going to a school and visiting a couple hospitals there, and we are helping out uh, children and people in need. So the trip uh, started out pretty good. We left Las Vegas, headed to uh, New York, and we spent a day in New York. We spent a day in New York with our good friend Nia. She is one of the founders of Kusudi International, which is the non-for-profit uh, org that set it up, along with uh, some of the medical director um, and getting all of those equipment. <laughs> I know when you saw that, all those uh, medical supplies. Well, let's talk about their equipment first. Yeah. It's not just regular luggage no it's wheelchairs walkers huge bulky walkers yeah. um, pediatric uh, pediatric walkers yep. uh some of them were about three or four feet tall that mm -hmm. could extend up to six feet tall and we had probably 15 of them yeah well, i gosh it's hard to keep track it was a lot of them it was well, a lot of i knew all of them weren't going items. when i saw them out yeah. that we had sitting out there yeah uh we we uh i pulled up to our house and nothing was packed and this is the day before uh, we had yes. medical equipment. We had uh, medication, uh, surgical supplies. We had female products. We had uh, snacks. We had we had a whole bunch of stuff that just wasn't packed. Uh, pretty much, imagine your living room full of stuff, yeah. and it's got to fit in a two bags per person. Yes, the Delta, the Delta, <laughs> the Delta two bags per person, and we're trying to stay underweight. And yeah. I can tell you right now, that wasn't going to happen. But yeah. but somehow we 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 got it we got it taken care of. So. Yes. Um, it's a good thing uh, me and Nally got to JFK and uh, her best friend pulled up to a, pulled up, picked us up at the airport <laughs> and her car was full. And she says, oh, we can fit you guys' bag in. By the way, she's got a two, a very small, typical car you would drive in New York City. Very small, good on gas. And uh, we are well over six feet tall. I feel it was a Toyota Corolla, was Corolla or so. Camry. Yeah. Well, just put it this way. The she trunk was, was full. Yeah. Back seat was full. And somebody else was in the car with her. So we looked at her and says, we'll just rent a car. Yeah. And so, yes, we I did drive in New York City. It wasn't too bad, was it? Oh, no, not bad at all. We no. drove out to the suburbs. If you could drive in L.A., you could drive anywhere. That is true. You that know. is true. The biggest difference is toll roads. I think that's something that we're still not going to be used to is how often you have to do the tolls. So. Yeah, so we flew into LaGuardia. Mm -hmm. And then we flew out of JFK. So you know, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with the rental car world. Uh, if you do it one way, <laughs> you're going to get the crappiest car they have on the lot. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a, a stench to it. It might have a little illegal tent on it. Yes. And the tags might be expired because they're trying to get rid of that car. Out-of-state tags. Yeah, you're going to so have out-of-state tags. So I said, <laughs> you know, I'm already driving to New York for the first time. So I'm going to say, you know, I can't take this car. So I went and talked to the lady. Told yeah. her I was a former rental car employee yes. for the company I was renting for, trying to support 
And I told her, I'll take anything she's got, even a minivan. Yeah. She was shocked because nobody wants to take a minivan. So I was like, a minivan would work. I'm thinking in my head because we yeah. have a lot of stuff. So she says, oh, here's the minivan. So I take the... And the, at that time, we didn't really know, sorry to interrupt, how much stuff we had. It just was an idea of like let's just get a minivan that's what she had so well knowing your friend and i've known for her for over 20 years i knew we we're gonna have a lot of stuff yeah. i just didn't know how bulky it was gonna be i'm glad i got the minivan but i think i should have got the ram pickup truck <laughs> but it, we made it work so the the minivan for the seats folded down still and go thank god for chrysler pacifica yeah but, so uh, shout out to chrysler because <laughs> it got us all there but we yeah. well we got there when we, we, we spent the night there, and I don't know what we were thinking, but we didn't do no packing that night mm -hmm. because our friend kept telling her she had it taken care of. Yeah. Oh, I got it. I got it. So we sat around, had a few drinks. We just relaxed. Relaxing. Just together. wasting time. Yeah. And I'm, We missed each other. So and we our sister shows up, out. Lisa, and yeah. we're just trying to figure out, when are we going to start packing this stuff up? Because we're leaving tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, come to find out the next day, she's still out buying suitcases. <laughs> yeah. So, so we, uh, needless to say, had a, a rapid uh, logistical move uh, headed by Charles uh, mm -hmm. through the grace of God and the really sweet people at Delta. Once he told them we were on a medical mission, they were able to get, each person was able to bring one, at least one of the overpacked, oversized bags or walker as a special item. So that worked out really well. Uh, they were kind of... Uh, uh, by the rules, but as soon as we told them we were on a medical mission and we're going to do some God's work, yeah. um, they, they really opened their hearts up to us and really made it work for us because if she would have stuck by the rules, we would have been paying a whole lot more and a lot of equipment would probably got left at the airport. Yeah, or at least, yeah, it would have been a disappointing. Uh, but at, at any rate, we, uh, we made it on the plane. The flight was long, but we definitely managed to get there safely. Well, and then the long, pastor, we're talking about. And then the pastor... Uh, uh, went ahead and picked us up and uh, getting to the school. So, and uh, I don't know, were you expecting the school to look the way that it did when we got there? No, I I didn't know what to expect because yeah. I'd never been to a school over there. But one of the things is I was very surprised because I I, I knew we we're dealing with a a faith based church and yeah. you know just like we're doing service, I knew he's going to be have people there to help. Yeah. So as soon as we pulled in, uh, th th you know. People came out and they started unloading the car. Yeah. I don't even think I lifted my own bags. Probably some of the kids came out yeah. and some, some of the of workers the came out. Volunteers. And they broke the van down and, and took it into our quarters and, and in a matter of minutes. Yeah. Uh, it was no more than 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. And so we uh, we got there. And of course, I think the biggest shocker is always um, the heat. If uh, being it was our first trip to Africa, first trip to Ghana, um, we were probably not prepared for how hot it would be, especially because it was still wintertime um, for us here in Vegas and for me going back and forth to Montana. So that, that heat hit us pretty quick. But uh, I think the excitement and just opportunity to be there and be around the children. And I just want to say in terms of like, connections i really had no idea how much those little kids would uh their little beautiful souls would really impact me i wasn't i'm not a pediatrics uh physical therapist by profession by expertise um part of that is just because some of the challenges that comes with working with peds and the um, disabilities but um, those kids were just amazing they were so strong they didn't complain about anything did they i mean everything was a smile and um, excitement no they were very happy to see us 
I, I think I probably had the probably one of the best connections because I was non medical. I wasn't there examining them. I wasn't yeah, there poking. I wasn't there seeing their range of motion. Mm-hmm. I was there to to talk to them and 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 actually just be their friend and and see see if there's anything I could help them with. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to most of them like they were my my, my kids. Yeah. Um, they 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 came and had questions, and if yeah. they got out of line, I I would talk to them like, hey, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that. Um, a lot of them were, were just wonderful spirits, wonderful yeah. souls. Um, they were just some grateful, grateful kids. Yeah, no, and I think it's great because the whole school was pretty much uh, very accessible for outside. Um, the kids that were in wheelchairs, uh, if they weren't able to push themselves, it was really cool to see the other children that also had their own physical disabilities but could walk at least a little would push them, you know, to get from point A to point B from the uh, school. And we ended up showing up on a weekend, so it was it was neat because they uh, uh, Sunday morning and church, of course, being the big event for that day, knowing that they were going to have guests. So that was just really special for us too, to be able to land, pretty much wake up and start getting ready for church. Um, I think it was just really special. And most of the participants of the church were um, a few people from the village, but a majority of them were children from the school and the teachers that worked there. And I think that was also um, made it really nice to get to see kind of the, the children as they were, um, you know, there for church and have a good Sunday. You could really see the plan the pastor had laid out for him. Uh, the church is growing. Uh, he's building uh Roof extensions. He's building facilities uh, such as bathrooms and restrooms. Uh, he's he's really laying it out the way he wants. It's an open air church. It's yeah. a it's an outdoor style, but it, it has yeah. a roof on it, and it, it fits them perfect because it's yeah. very accessible for anybody and everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really um, like I said, really special. And I think you can even just see the space that he has there. There's a huge field, a couple acres in the front of the church, a couple acres in the back. So there, I'm sure plans of it's expansion. About Twelve acres. Yeah, we were and we were in one big compound, um, uh, one building that had several large rooms, so the offshoots. And um, that was pretty nice to be able to just kind of have our own space. Um, and, of course, the coolest part was, for me, um, just the ability to be really engaged with them from the time that we got up and kind of got moving around to, um, well, you know, the evening festivities. And each meal we had together as a group, which I think from a connection standpoint is really unique. Um, not too often do you get to be around um, a group of really accomplished, successful um, people. Most of them were a minority background. Um, and uh, actually, even the students, there's four students, all of them were from immigrant, our families yeah. were first generation. One was or, Filipino, yeah. one yep. was African American. Mm-hmm. What was the other one? Uh, she was also, oh, Guatemala. Oh, from yeah, Guatemala. from Guatemala. Her family was from Guatemala. So yeah. I think it's really neat to have just that experience uh, uh, from that perspective. All of us having a chance to kind of debrief every night at the dinner. So. We did a lot of really good work, had an opportunity to uh, work with the children, provide physical therapy services. They all got their annual medical screens from the physicians that were there. We had two amazing physicians. Um, and then our, our podiatrist, uh, Dr. Queen, uh, she got delayed but was so dedicated, was able to make it even after about, what, 24 hours of delay? Mm-hmm. A long time of travel, having to be stuck in Nigeria, and she still made it over. So that was really neat to um, get to see those interactions. Um, 
Um, and I think just each day being ready to uh, commit to whatever was needed. Even you, I know you said you weren't medical staff and logistics, but I saw you over there. They were asking you to do, you know, help out with various things. Really, Oh, there was something for me to do every day, um, <laughs> to get something for them, help out, yeah. uh, lift something. Uh, you know, help a child move to point A to point B. Yeah. Uh, there was there was always a, a task for me to do, yeah. so it wasn't like I was just sitting around taking in the sun. Yeah, and then we. I just wanted to share also about the next day we thought was going to be um, a big day. It was the Monday, um, and it was their holiday. Oh yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, their holiday. Uh, it's kind of like their Independence Day. It's a it's a fairly new country. They got their independence in 1957. So uh, they were celebrating their independence. And a lot of the children in the schools, nearby schools, celebrate this by marching. And so one of the things that happened is they had this big day planned for the children, and it actually got canceled. Yeah, and we didn't we didn't know that because we were in yeah. the sanctuary and kind of hanging out still on that Sunday afternoon. And the um, you saw you saw it right. Someone yeah. walked up, a government official walked down the road. So it was more of the, the the tribal leaders, the the heads of the the schools. They all got together and decided we can't let disappoint these kids. They've worked so hard, they've yeah. practiced. So they got together and decided to come to uh, MTC school. That's where we were at. So they all marched down the street, and our kids went down the street and marched, and we saw kids marching. So we had about 15 schools Easily. all show yeah. up on this field, yeah. and the leaders showed up, their, 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 village, their, their officials, the chiefs. Their, 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 their chiefs. Yeah. Uh, they, all, they all showed up, and they, they, they conducted business uh, and did what they're supposed to do. Um, as invited guests, uh, we sat right in the front row, right, yes. up, right in the tent. Yeah. We weren't expecting that. They, we, they, they yeah, put definitely. us right up there, and it's, they, they welcomed us, and our our, uh, our leader got up and spoke and thanked them for having us. Yeah. Uh, was, I think we should have, we probably should have known, I guess, that we would be, because the pastor has such a, a high status in that village and community, and the chiefs, of course, were all there all morning watching yes. everything. We probably should have known that we would be expected to kind of sit up front and be present with the, um, you know, the heads of the, uh, village there, but it was really neat to um, be able to get to meet some of these people that were um, very high, highly respected. And um, and then they they told us right, they were telling you guys especially welcome home, welcome oh, yes. home. It's good to as be home. You, welcome back to Ghana. There, it's welcome, welcome home. Yeah, uh, come come back. You know they really stress the return. Um, it's 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 a big movement they had going on. It's been going on for a few years and welcoming back uh, African Americans, people of African descent, back to. Uh, Africa, yeah. uh, it's a it's a it's a big thing going on, and I, I encourage anybody if they have the opportunity and resources to to really check it out. Yeah, so we had an opportunity to, like we said, connect with the children, which was very um, beautiful and spiritual for in many ways. We had an opportunity to connect with each other as a team, like as a, a medical service team, and then lastly, we had an opportunity to really connect with the culture um, and the beauty of Ghana and their people. And I will say. Um, there is absolutely uh, much more poverty there than I, I think I expected um, growing up on a reservation, um, knowing and being at other reservations that were even more impoverished than mine, um, seeing that type of lack of running water, um, et cetera, back in my, um, some of our homelands um, on the reservations. Uh, I will say Africa still surprised me with uh, the way that they just had like tar roofs or 
um, shacks, you know, and yet we're so happy um, and welcoming and just really proud of their country. And I thought that just really moved me. Um, I use the word transformational. Like when people ask me, it's too much to try to explain. Like I've had friends and other people ask us, and I feel almost selfish with the experience right now because I'm still feeling like it was so beautiful. But what about you? How would you describe it? It, it is hard to explain because if you tell people, you know, they're just getting plumbing up and running to and it's still not to where we need to be you know you could you know you can't put paper down the toilet or but just regular stuff but to, 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 to go through that you take things for granted living here and if you try to explain that to somebody here they're like ew wh why would you go there and it's one of those things where it's one of the things you need to experience for yourself it's a very humbling experience to, 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 to talk to these people and see how their spirits are just high and how hopeful and just how much they want change and want things to be better I, uh, I agree and I I think that's uh it, humbling but at the same time they're so proud of what they have accomplished as a nation and i think um other i can't i look forward to going to be able to travel to other countries in africa to be able to kind of compare and also learn more uh, it's definitely on our list if we had some some yeah. high hopes of going to a few places like i know with your heritage you really wanted to go to cameroon and we got told there's like a civil war there's there. a civil war going <laughs> on i'm not, not allowed going. to go right now they told me i can't go yeah even uh, kenya's uh, at a little war too i don't i don't think kenya's at a war but nigeria was having an oh, election nigeria, not kenya. and the election was not uh, a time to be also traveling there because of just some of the potential for civil unrest so we decided We'll just stay put stay in ghana and we had um after six days of being at the school we went ahead and uh treated our got treated to and then treated ourselves to additional days at a very gorgeous uh resort on the ocean um called labadi beach we were at the labadi beach resort and um that's where we had an opportunity to just really um decompress uh, meet maybe some of the other people traveling a lot of them were europeans weren't they oh a lot yeah. of europeans a lot of people from the uk americans uh, a few americans yeah um it was it was it was a nice mix of people mm -hmm. yeah um, the resort was beautiful we very much enjoyed it and uh, it was definitely a, a transition from the being at mtc school which was all beautiful organic food that they but cooked we, for we us. didn't tell them how we were how we were living That's, yeah you know we were the only married couple so you yeah. know we had different sleeping arrangements all the men stayed in one side and all the women stayed in another yeah. and the students had their own area so it was only three men so we pretty much had our own little uh quarters over there we didn't have any issues i don't yeah. think the women either did no either. we all got along really but good. we had we had our own thing so you know i'd, I'd text my wife about 9 30 and be like chaos meet me in the middle get my little good night kiss and then i'll <laughs> ease on back to my twin bed yeah and uh and yeah. i'd be back there sprawled out i'm sure i was snoring and letting out and uh, well, the, the rooster that the, the crazy rooster that woke we us had up a, every morning we had a rooster that was his, his ticker was off so yeah. he was you know crowing at one o'clock in the morning <laughs> two o'clock in the morning yeah, he had no and clue. i think he was hitting a three and a four o'clock in the morning but <laughs> i could tell you right now at five he was still going yeah, yeah so no but we we had an opportunity to check um you know while we were there at labadi beach go down to the ocean um we also went down to the uh, independent square which is in accra was very close to where we were and just mm -hmm. really um I would say got experiences. Um, so the Freedom Square. Yeah, we saw the Freedom Square. We went to the castle uh, right there in Accra. Uh, yeah. That's one of the slave castles that was there. So I think that was um, really meaningful. We had already been to the one as a group um, at. Uh, was that a pin? A pond? A uh, no. The one that we went to on Cape Coast was Cape Coast. I don't. I forgot the name of that. Almira. 
Was it Almera? Almera Slave Castle. Okay. Yeah, and that's the famous one that did, they do. Well, they're, they're all famous for obvious reason. Uh, it was horrendous history, to, but they really tried to um, mark it. But Almira is one that they uh, shows up on a lot of the History Channel, you know, the yeah. different. I don't know if you guys have watched uh, Snowfall, one of the last episodes, that the, the castle that they showed where uh, Leon and his uh, new wife was Snowfall, at. I Snowfall. So that's not, where we're at. That, not, that castle is where we're at. That's good. Well, Snowfall's not paying us for this podcast. They're and not. I don't watch it, so I'm not going <laughs> to advocate for Snowfall. <laughs> well, I don't advocate for Snowfall, and no way do I believe in anything that they're doing. But I'm just saying, I just happened to see that episode, and I was talking about Ghana and yeah. the market, and it, was, it depicted a real picture of where we were well, at. Well, here's a show that we all agree I think the new girls' trip, right? Aren't they shooting? A, they're going to oh, do yeah. a sequel. Girls' trips, too, is being shot yeah, mostly in Ghana, in Ghana so we heard and about up to it. Cape Coast. Yeah, so we'll be something to look forward to that we'll have been to. So, And before you guys start asking questions, no, I did not see Tiffany Haddish in Ghana. No, we didn't see anyone famous in Ghana. Uh, matter of fact, in Ghana, probably the funnest part was just uh, getting a chance to get to know the locals. Um, Charles was very popular, probably could run for election in um, one of the regions of Accra. He had a chance to meet one of the queens of the region, uh, hosted her very well wonderfully like he always says uh, my friend who knows him very well said oh yeah charles knows how to treat queens which is very true um and then the uh, queen mother we met one of the dignitaries as well one of the um, elected uh, assemblymen yes. and the honorable carlos honorable carlos and we also got a chance to meet probably just a lot of locals when you were on your, your oh, walkabout day so, so i did have a walkabout day th that might be for a Next episode. Okay, next, so. okay, okay that, that's, a, that's a good episode. <laughs> that's a good segue into our next episode. Okay. So, um, and, and with that, uh, we'll just say uh, if you get an opportunity to travel um, to Ghana, I highly recommend it. I think that would be, uh, but I really feel if you go, uh, try to do something of impact because they really could use the help. Um, you know, there's always ways if you are uh, friends or family of ours and want to find out how you can contribute to Kasuti um, International's work, feel free to hit us up because we can definitely point you in a good direction or just encourage you to, um, like I said, find some way to, when you get there, um, don't just be a tourist. You know, get to immerse yourself in some of the culture one way or another. Well, just like the pastor said, everybody has expertise. It's yeah. how you use it. Absolutely. You know, if you if you have something that you think you contribute, you know, bring it on. Absolutely. So, well, good. Well, this was episode three of the Heat Wave. Uh, this is Natalie and Charles O'Neill, and uh, we just were sharing about our Ghana experience and more to come in the next episode uh, about uh, more about connections, relationships, and life.